0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Talking Television Podcast with Jay and Chris. And tonight I'm excited because we're not talking about Chernobyl, which was so dreary and hard to talk about last week. It was very hard. Oh, God. I'm sorry, guys, keeping the energy level up on that one. But <laughs> I, if you watched last week's episode, you know how just sad and gruesome it was to watch. So, yeah, not like this was a whole lot better. We uh, We had some pretty brutal fight scenes in this episode of Warrior
1: we did but at least they weren't killing puppies yeah
0: well before we shout out what we're drinking i just want to throw a shout out to one of our commenters that's been around since the beginning of warrior so private private uh we see you out there thanks for watching and, and listening every week we appreciate it
1: appreciate it thanks for watching
0: yep and anyone else that wants to leave a comment we read every single one so go ahead and leave them below so what are we drinking tonight
1: uh tonight we're drinking Jim Beam. This is the black edition. Uh it's a little extra aged uh their bourbon. It's regularly priced uh, I think less than $30, I want to say. It's got an okay flavor to it.
0: Yeah, it tastes solid to me. I think that's yeah. the best description I could say. I mean, it's a solid bourbon. Um nothing crazy good, nothing like the the Four Roses like last week.
1: Yeah, that's by far I think the the best whiskey we've had, you know, over the course of this whole uh podcast adventure so Mm -hmm. uh if you guys have not checked that out i highly recommend it
0: yeah and i will not be doubling down on the gym this week uh like last week where we were uh we were pretty far into the bottle yeah that Uh, was a
1: good one next time
0: yeah maybe next week for uh season finale yeah gotta do something big for that Mm -hmm. before we get into the episode let's talk about uh rich ting and his after show Uh, Warrior After Dark.
1: Yeah, somebody picked up the uh, grand prize. Yeah,
0: if you guys are watching on YouTube, this is a limited edition Dim Mock collection shirt, and uh, it came in his uh, box of goodies that he sent me for winning the grand prize. Yep. So the question he had for his grand prize was, what type of Kung Fu is the primary type that his character Bolo uses on the show? And I was the only one to get it right, and it's Hung Gar. So uh yeah so i won i'm super excited thank you rich uh we tune in every week yes so
1: well besides the shirt what else
0: did you get ah so have a whole box of goodies okay so we got uh, a whole bunch of personalized posters which i'm not going to hold those up in frame here um yeah but quite big (laughs) yeah very large posters uh also got this cool warrior pin says this isn't china this is chinatown which is kind of their tagline yep also, we've got a set of some chopsticks, which also say the same thing. One of them says, This isn't China. The other says, This is Chinatown. And lastly, is this uh, Warrior Cup. Uh, so it's sort of a metal coffee mug here. And once again, also has the same slogan on there. So, Rich, we are uh, enjoying yeah. the, the cup here with our little bit of Jim Bean.
1: Yeah, cheers to Warrior After Dark and the grand prize winner.
0: Uh, Rich is continuing to give away more prizes, so join him on his Instagram at World um, after both the East and West Coast showings of Warrior. Let's talk about this episode, Chinese boxing.
1: Yeah, Chinese boxing. Um, it, it's definitely been a fight we've you know, seen coming for quite some time, and it's finally here, and I don't think they disappointed. It, it was a very good fight. It was so, a yeah, long fight too. It, it was quite long. I close to 10 minutes I'd say of yeah. screen time, which means they must have shot hours and hours worth Over of days, footage yeah. to uh to get that, you know, scene down. Uh but yeah, the episode starts off with um not it, it doesn't focus on the fight right away. It it's kind of a little subplot building of Leary talking with Mercer about the upcoming contract that he was just awarded for the railroad. Yeah. And Leary's putting pressure on him, you know, right off the bat, saying he wants so many guys, you know, 12 guys doing this. And, you know, Mercer says, well, you only need eight. Yeah. Well, and they compromise, you know, right in the middle at 10. Mm-hmm. Which so, kind
0: of comes around later in episode.
1: It does. Yeah. he's Leary's fighting for the, you know, getting the Irish workers a job. And Mercer can provide that for him, and he's kind of under his foot as of right now,
0: yeah, this mercer guy man he just keeps backing himself into a really bad corner uh you know, his daughter ended up having to marry the mayor for him to get a contract, and you know now he's getting squeezed on labor later on in the episode he's getting squeezed from someone else for, for
1: price, yeah, so he's yeah he, he's kind of a rollover just doing whatever he he needs to do to to get paid, basically. Otherwise, it's going to be sayonara to his business mm-hmm. and his, his wealth. Uh, but once we get that scene out of the way, we go right back into more uh, some like training sequences for Leong and Assam as it's building up to the the big fight that happens.
0: Yeah, and we see Assam back on the wooden dummy again with some weird like, over-top camera angles like spinning. It's kind of cool. Yep. And then before we get to the fight, we actually see uh, Jacob, uh, Penny's valet, show up and he shows her basically this little advertisement for the fight and kind of tells her what's going on. So we know that she's going to head down there and maybe interrupt it or, you know, kind of just show up and cause a scene.
1: Exactly. Even though they had previously had a falling out and you, you can tell she still has feelings. Mm-hmm. She's not going to, you know, sit idly by while something like that's going on. So, yeah, she's, she's going to find her way down and... Cause a scene,
0: and Bill and Lee, uh, we see them strolling through Chinatown. You know, kind of commenting on it's so quiet. You know, wherever, yeah, where's they, everybody
1: at? They show up, and it's like dead silence. Nobody's in the streets, and they, you know, finally find some people. Like, what is this? A, you know, market? What's going on? Mm-hmm. A festival? And yeah, they uh, they stumble down into where the arena is. You know, the the fights happening. And they're like, I had no idea this place was here. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even There's know this, this was huge, down here. Like you know cavern like atmosphere and they had this you know stage set up where with they like vip fighting.
0: suites over top too
1: yeah it was, it's, i wonder what do they normally use that for i doubt it's always a ring but uh i don't know <laughs> what's it uh used for in the off season
0: <laughs> yeah so they run into their buddy chow and you know they kind of start questioning him and he goes oh, oh it, it's like a prize fight you guys understand you know it's like fighting And they're like, oh, okay, so, you know, Bill does what he does, and he throws out a bed. (laughs) Yeah,
1: put five on the tall guy.
0: (laughs) He still hasn't learned his lesson. No.
1: And, you know, it's Bill. So you you know where the money's going to go. Yep. Not in his pocket.
0: The scene itself, uh, we know it kind of looks or reminds us of uh, Bloodsport or Enter the Dragon uh, with the fights going on. But I really like the, like, camera work pulling up from the mat through the ring of fire all the way up to the ceiling.
1: Yeah, that's a really iconic shot that they've been promoing for a while.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they didn't disappoint with that. And like you said before, it, they had the two little boxes right on either side where the, the Tong leaders were sitting and, you know, viewing viewing the fight. So it, it, it's almost like a little Gladiator-esque, you know? If, if you remember, you know, Gladiator the movie, they had the boxes where the Emperor would sit and... And
0: watch Joaquin Phoenix, you know, could do his yeah. thumbs down, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. All
0: right, and then we get right into it, and it's a really good fight. I mean, it's kind of back and forth, but our buddy Assam kind of has the the early lead, and
1: he does. We knew it
0: wasn't going to last, but I thought it would have lasted a little longer, or he would have got the advantage again.
1: The uh, the fights. Let's let's talk about some of the moves they did because they were pretty epic mm-hmm. they they had some good combination moves you know le- you know in mid-air almost you know kicks counter kicks and leading back and forth yeah without cutscenes at all w- without cutscenes in the middle so you could tell it it was actually them you know doing these moves and they i think they did a good job with it definitely and there was a lot of them like we said it was like almost 10 minutes long
0: yeah there's a couple of moves that Definitely stuck out. Assam had a uh, little midsection punch uh, right to the sternum to yeah, Lee Young.
1: I think that was one of the main turning points that mm-hmm. gave him the advantage. It it was crippling to Lee Young. And you could tell he was doubled over in pain, he could barely breathe. And at one point he puts him you know, Assam puts Lee Young down on the mat and you think it's over. He thought it was over. You yeah. know, he's kinda doing his little victory, kinda hovering over him. Lee Young's not not moving at all. And he goes in for the uh, the sash around his midsection because that's the uh, the goal is to remove the sash from mm-hmm. your opponent and that's how you're you know declare the winner. And of course, you know it can't be over that easily. So he goes in for that, and Lee Young, boom, he pops back to life basically. And
0: yeah, he came he... out with a couple of really like big spinning flying kicks too that were pretty brutal.
1: Yep, that and a double punch right to the uh the ribs yep uh which did some damage
0: not as much as that punch to the nose oh
1: yeah his face went flat
0: <laughs> yeah broken
1: nose something bad happened in there yeah that was some good good <laughs> cgi
0: work it didn't uh it looked real
1: it did yeah instantly you know puffy puffy eyes so yeah lee young he he takes it back and he he pretty much puts him down and um, going back to that Gladiator moment, he looks up to My Ling for, you know, affirmation of what am I going to do here? Mm-hmm. You know, basically thumbs up, thumbs down. Type yeah, of this deal. is your brother. And she gives him the uh, the look to go ahead and do it, to finish him off. Mm-hmm. Basically a thumbs down.
0: Yeah. And uh, the only way he escaped that is Big Bill realizes what's going to happen and pulls out his gun and shoots it in the air to kind of stop the, you know, the proceedings
1: going back to you know penny she's in the room she sees this all happening she lets out a scream bill fires his gun and essentially all that commotion is what saves assam's life because Lee young was you know ready to make the snap happen
0: yeah so not only did this probably take a couple of days or weeks or whatever to film but at each part of the fight they probably had to stop and do new makeup again to add more and more like puffiness and
1: blood yeah. and everything I, like yeah that, that must have been really detailed and they did a very good job with it
0: yep so in the end uh assam loses and he does they...
1: father june's not happy he pretty much walks out and says it's over yeah he... before it gets to that point uh where you know Lee young is behind him about to break his neck he just kind of gets up and leaves and young june of course is like that's my boy he's not out until he's it's, not out he, yet right yeah. it's not over till it's over nothing he can do
0: so the only reason that father june even allowed him to fight was young june vouched for him and said you know he can fight just as good as bolo and you know he can win for us and he tested him and he
1: father june tested him you know his i'm assuming it was his method you know however many guys he he put in place there and you know surprised them so if he didn't think he could fight he, sh- he should have picked somebody else he should have picked somebody So else, i think yeah. it's i think he's just as much to uh you know to blame if you want to say that for his loss as anything but yeah obviously he's kind of done with him at this point he he lost the battle he wants um, him out of the song he wants him out and young june what's he gonna do you know he puts up a, a little bit of a fight but you know the leader has spoken
0: yeah, so before the fight, Young June comes and talks to Asam, basically to say, thank you for doing this. He tells him, you didn't you didn't have to fight, but you really are, and Asam kind of goes, I don't have to? And they kind of look at each other knowing don't that... Ruin,
1: don't ruin the moment. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they kind of leave a little breadcrumb that Asam doesn't want to be in this fight. And that kind of reoccurs again after the fight's over, where they say, you know, Asam didn't have anything to fight for, he was just trying to show off. And that's why he lost. Versus Lee Young, you know, he was committed.
1: Right. I think it's when um he's kinda recovering at A Toy's place. She's uh nursing him back to health after the fight because he's in a hot mess. I mean, he looks horrible, he can barely breathe, he's hallucinating, I mean he's just out of it. And after he's recovered a bit, he says to um Atoy that, you know, Lee Young, he's the better fighter. You know, I I knew this was gonna happen. And she said, No, you know he was fighting for what he believed in you know that's the reason he won like you said he didn't have the heart in there Mm -hmm. and uh if he would have really been you know fighting for what he wanted then he could have won but not necessarily that Lee Young was the better fighter
0: yep and that's really the big highlight of this episode was that fight and afterwards we get some flashbacks which we'll talk about but there wasn't a whole lot after this. It was just a lot of recovery time.
1: Yeah, he he's kind of reminiscing about the past and having those flashbacks, like you say. Uh, we do have a little bit more with uh, uh, Buckley. He's causing some more mischief. Uh, he goes to visit Mercer, mm-hmm. and what we find out a little bit later, he he kind of he says, "Hey, you know, congrats on getting the uh, the first bid, but." You know, there's many of those to come. You got the first purchase order, but, you know, it doesn't mean you got, it, got all the work. And we've got another bidder come in that's, you know, significantly cheaper, about 15% less. Are you going to match that? Otherwise, we're going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And it kind of takes Mercer back, like, shit, what am I going to do? I was thought I had all the, you know, the contract for this whole railroad. And leaves him, you know, thinking what's he going to do. Well, we find out a little bit later when uh, the mayor confronts Buckley about this, that uh, he just made it up.
0: Yeah, this totally out of the blue. There was no other bid.
1: No, it's just Buckley, you know, kind of causing some... some stirring hat. the pot. Yeah, stirring the pot, exactly. Trying to maybe save some money for the city, because the mayor's budget is bloated, he says. So, according to Buckley, he's doing it for the mayor. But, obviously, it's kind of Buckley's own interest. He's, he's kind of got his hands in other places and he really doesn't care about the mayor
0: yep and buckley uh when he is talking to uh mercer he he tells him that basically the only way these other guys have a bid that low is they're using chinese labor instead of the irish and you know mercer just made a deal with the irish so is he gonna have to cut that deal short
1: buckley knows that yeah mercer's He's in trouble if he has to go with hiring the Chinese. Oh yeah, and then once again, that'll cause maybe some more political gain for for Buckley to you know expose and you know prevent from happening. So he's he's got his his games he's playing, Mm -hmm. and Mercer's kind of getting the brunt end of it right now. So we'll we'll see if uh, Mercer buckles or not.
0: Uh, So we did get some flashbacks for Young Assam. And he was, uh, we see him, he was picking fights after his grandpa died with, you know, bigger and badder guys, you know, trying to show his big stuff. And he didn't know how to fight and he kept getting beat up. But eventually his sister brings home a new Sifu who ends up teaching him some Kung Fu. And we see some really beautiful shots of them out, you know, next to the the mountains there, just, you know, learning their different katas and stuff. Yeah, basically,
1: Assam becoming the fighter he is today you know mm-hmm. the, kind of the process that he went through to, to get where he's at uh and yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty cool to see that and when they were younger you know Mai Ling uh, Jin Zhao as her original name was and Assam you know they seem pretty close uh and obviously things happened during their lives that kind of brought them to where they are where she's willing to let him die. To become in power. Yep. And that's, yeah, that's a pretty big jump we see in, in one episode is the childhood, how close they are to nowadays, how far apart they are.
0: hmm so. And shout out to Sifu Shannon Moore at the Columbia Martial Arts Center. While Assam is recovering, he actually starts doing some hallucinating and thinks he sees his sister there, but he doesn't. He sees a toy. Right. And uh, and Lay or Lai, we still haven't figured out how to pronounce her name yet. Uh, basically the two of them are just kind of nursing them back to health, Um, and eventually Penny shows up and says that she misses them. Uh, but one thing I noticed is Penny and Mai Ling, uh, both had the same like color scheme going on, like an olive green. So I don't know if that means anything or did it just happen to be just happenstance?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Coincidence that that green has a meaning, but yeah, it was definitely noticeable. Mm -hmm. We also see, uh, It seems like a meeting where My Ling is officially named, you know, the leader uh, of the Long Z. And she's not 100% welcomed in. Uh, She gets a little bit of opposition. You know, one guy in particular speaks up and, you know, calls out her for being a troublemaker for, you know, we were perfectly fine before you showed up.
0: Yeah, you started this war.
1: Yeah, you started this war when you started sleeping with, you know, Long Z. And,
0: and, Lee and
1: Lee Young, you know, mm-hmm. he points that out too, which she, Mylin kind of has to hold Lee Young back a little bit because he, he wanted a tussle. Uh, and yeah, this is where we see her asserting her dominance, becoming the tiger that she wanted to be. She does a speech, gets up, walks around the table, and pulls out one of those little quick draw guns like we saw Chow have mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. And pops the guy right in the forehead.
0: Yep, he's out
1: and he's gone. Uh, so yeah, she's she's showing her dominance that so she's willing to take out her opposition any means necessary. Mm-hmm. Don't don't mess with me.
0: We also see Bill and Lee questioning Chow a little bit later on, trying to find out about the uh, the swordsman uh, from the murders last episode. And basically, Chow says, "Oh no, we don't use swords here. You know, we're too modern for that."
1: Yeah, nobody uses swords yeah. nowadays. What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, their position is, well, you don't see, you know, white guys going around swinging swords. It's gotta be a Chinese guy. Yeah. And Chow's like, we don't use swords. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know
0: what you're talking about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll see where that goes. I wonder if he knows, uh, more than he lets on. If he, if he's aware of a toy's, you know, nightlife Mm -hmm. activities. So we'll see. See if he, uh, he, he can, uh keep a secret
0: yep and then uh we see young june one last time comes and basically breaks up with uh, assam the bromance is no more but he tells him hey if you you know you're free to go you can't be in our tongue anymore but you also can't join any other tongues because if you do there's going to be a dollar amount out on your head
1: yeah that's big time wow where's he gonna go yeah At, at this point you know his sister I don't see him going that direction. Mm-hmm. She's kind of disowned him, wanted him dead for her own gain. He's out of the hop way. Yeah, we'll we'll see what episode 10 brings.
0: Yeah, you know, I think it's almost good for him because he never wanted to be in the hop way to begin with. Right. Um, but he did like that, you know, that brotherhood there. So we'll miss, you know, seeing the two of them together.
1: Or maybe not.
0: Or maybe not. We'll see. We'll see. Time then, will tell. The uh, the last scene, we see Bill and Lee, they kind of split up. You know, Bill walks away, and then uh, our buddy Lee gets jumped and takes out a couple guys. He's got some good fighting skills. He does,
1: but uh, the Feng Hai, uh, I think he's the leader at this point.
0: Yeah, Zing, I think he is the leader now.
1: He, since, yeah, big uh, the big guy got poisoned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, Zing, he's, uh, you know, Lee's no match for him. I mean, he tries. <laughs> he tries to put up a good show, but he just gets his ass whooped. And he, he gets laid out unconscious. And uh, you see Zing throw, like, a little token, you know, a calling card mm-hmm. uh, with his symbol on there. And yeah. We'll we'll see what it means, but I, I think it's a message for Bill. Because Bill still owes, you know, big money for his casino debts.
0: Yep, to the Fung Hai. To the
1: Fung Hai. So... You know they've been unsuccessful at getting to him, so next closest thing to him outside of his family was is his partner Lee. Is Lee. Yep. So uh, <clears throat> I think Lee's in a pretty rough spot, and you know prim- promos for next week we see. Uh, it's just I think all sorts of hell is going to break loose in every little relationship they got going on. You know Bill's upset; he's going to be fighting. Uh, you got the halfway Long Z. Everybody's going to be going at it.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're going to be able to wrap up all these plot lines in one episode. But I think they knew that there was going to be a season two, and JT talked about having a plan for multiple seasons. So exactly two, uh, I, three. I think most of these will move, you know, continue on into season two. So right. But there's got to be a couple to get wrapped up in the next episode. I think. Uh, I think the mayor's out. We've been waiting for it all season. <laughs> He's gotta go. He's gotta go. And they did say, "Long live the queen." next episode so is that gonna mean penny or is it gonna mean my ling who knows
1: yeah who knows maybe it's it's gotta be you know my ling and as we know a toy she's got her little game she's playing trying to buy up some property get some position that way so we'll see where their their places land at the end of the season what kind of major cliffhanger they give us to you know Saver for the next year, basically.
0: (laughs) Yeah, come back and join us next week after episode 10 season finale. So, we will probably do a little bit longer episode and kind of recap the whole season. Um, But we are going to be tweeting live during the finale. So, find us at Southport Media. And if you want to see our next episode, please subscribe and it'll pop up in your feed next weekend. Exactly. So, thank you all for listening. Yep, Uh,
1: thanks again. We really appreciate all the support
0: and hope you guys come back. And you can try the Jim Bean Black. It's solid. That's the only uh, adjective I have for it. It, it, it is solid, yeah. <laughs> it, it's solid. <laughs> cheers, right, guys. Cheers.
1: Bye.